Hello and welcome to our daily podcast around Uganda with me, Rosia Athman. Today we delve into the captivating narrative of promoting inclusive natural resource management among refugees at Ramwanja Refugee Camp where challenges meet innovative ideas. According to a World Bank report from 2020, an overwhelming 96.7% of refugees and 97.6 of their host communities rely on wood for fuel, averaging a daily consumption of 2 kilograms per person. In the heart of this statistic lies Romwanja Refugee Camp, a sanctuary for 94,000 refugees from the Democratic Republic of Congo in Kamwenje district. Despite the formidable environmental challenges, the Office of the Prime Minister, in collaboration with aid agencies, has ingeniously tackled these obstacles. They've devised a creative solution to enhance the livelihoods of refugees, providing startup capital and kids, particularly for those who voluntarily vacate wetlands. Let's hear more from Dominic Owar on the impact of these startup kids. Limited or no smoke, meaning that it is not uh, contributing to the, it is not contributing to the uh, uh, greenhouse gases. Why? Because it is producing uh, less or no emission at all. Dominic Owar is the Nsamizi Project Environment and Energy Officer at Ramwanja Settlement. He reveals that since 2020, they've successfully planted over 370 hectares of carefully selected tree species. These include fruit trees, indigenous species, and bamboo, all contributing to water conservation for both refugees and host communities. Owar further emphasizes the environmental significance of this initiative. These briquets are also renewable. They can be recycled. What you have used, you can recycle it and come up with another what? You, can, you come up with another briquette. So that is conservation. We are conserving the little that we have. In the ambient echoes of Ramwanja, Yadeshi Bira, a resident of Nkomasi in the refugee settlement, shares her journey. After voluntarily shifting away from wetland agriculture, she received a startup capital of 30 chicks, now flourishing into a flock of 300. These chickens not only sustain her small space, but also contribute to the nourishment of her vegetables. What advice I can give to other farmers, I can also tell them to join a country business because it does not destroy the environment. Again, there are droppings. You can use them in the gardens, like fertilizers, and maize or beans go away. And again, country business go on the small, small plot of land. And this one has helped not to encroach on the environment, like only in wetlands. But the innovative solutions don't stop there. Areas to renewable. A fish farmer sheds light on alternative measures, offering a diverse perspective on sustainable practices. Wimana Dora narrates an inspiring tale of resilience 
As part of a group of seven women funded with a startup kit, they ventured into a briquette business using cow dung and waste, promoting environmental protection. Dora eloquently describes their process utilizing soil, cow dung, and rubbish to create briquettes that are not only cost-effective but also environmentally friendly. Dominic Owol reiterates the importance of a mindset change for a lasting impact on Rwanda's environment, involving school-going children and instilling the significance of tree planting and environmental conservation is, according to him, the only permanent solution. Charles Nyonzima from Rwanda Primary School echoes this sentiment emphasizing the pivotal role education plays in nurturing a sustainable future. As we reflect on these transformative initiatives, it is crucial to consider the broader picture. A report from Uganda's National Environmental Management Authority paints a stark reality. Forests are disappearing at an alarming rate of 2% per year, the highest in the world. This equates to 6,000 hectares of trees cut down each month. If this trajectory continues, forests could vanish by 2050. In closing, today's episode urges us to not only appreciate the innovative strides being made in Rwanda, but also to acknowledge the urgent need for collective action in safeguarding our precious natural resources I want to thank my colleague Doreen Nasima in Fort Porto for compiling this report. Join us again next time for another episode of the New Vision Daily Podcast around Uganda with me, Rosia Athman. And for more of our other podcasts, you can always log on to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts and you can as well download the Vision Digital Experience app.